What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. I've got the whole game with me tonight. We are going to talk about blockbuster movies over the last 40 years and which ones deserve their high acclaimed status, which ones have kind of faded from grace. Those that you think about is like, eh, I don't know why I like that. Maybe I was just a dumb teenager or maybe I got caught up in the hype, but it's not so good anymore. So we're going to break down our choices. So joining me today, as always, little brother Jace, how you doing? I'm good. Doing another quality podcasting and knowing exactly where the mute button is is always awesome. You're quite the professional. Jay King, what's <laughs> up with you? Cool, man. I'm, I'm glad to be doing this with y'all. You know, give the people what they want. Gunner, what's up with you, man? What's good, y'all? What's good? It's popping. Chief. What's the good word? Hey, now. Hey, now. DJ, that's how a professional steps up to the mic. I just made the random noise like I was actually ruffling paper. I didn't actually ruffle paper. I mean, this isn't the end of the show when we start on a list. I mean, come on. I mean, this part, you have to have cold and ready to go. Right? Gotcha. All right. Well, speaking of cold and ready to go, let's talk about The Walking Dead real fast before we get into our main topic for tonight. Walking Dead's been on what seems like a decade-long break. It came back Sunday, and we had a lot of craziness wrapped up in 60 minutes. Carol discovered she was claustrophobic after 10 seasons. Uh, Jerry almost got munched because he was not doing DDP yoga. Um, And maybe we lost two cast members because Carol is crazy. All kinds of good stuff. But by far the craziest, most cringeworthy, awkward, memorable sex scene in maybe the history of Walking Dead and anything associated with TV was when Negan turned around and saw Alpha in the middle of the woods in her birthday suit. I'm sorry. She was in her birthday suit wearing wearing her walker mask. Javon, what's your take on that, man? <laughs> that was all I could think of. <laughs> I mean, look, it would have to take a zombie apocalypse. The, 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 the options of female companionship are extremely limited for you to even turn around and say, well, um, <laughs> you are female, you're naked. I wouldn't even, come on, dude, there's no way. There's no way. I'm pretty sure, look, I'm pretty sure made up and done up and, and with her hair, you know, the, the actress that plays Alpha is a, is a fairly a moderately attractive woman. I'm, okay, you know, maybe. But um, as it stands, you know, in character with the zombie mask on, I'm pretty sure you could have found, you know, for the sake of the world of The Walking Dead, a, a walker who would have been more fit to have sex with? Well, you would have said, yeah, I bet she was fine when she was normal. <laughs> I was just there. It's a big no for me. That was a big no. Yo, the, my favorite part was when I was watching this, my DVR conked out right before Negan kissed Alpha. I had the, the shields up like I was watching a horror movie. Like, oh, oh, you, have a, you have a truly smart TV. Dude, and it was just like, nope. <laughs> you don't want any parts of this. <laughs> Do we you want no parts of this? And I did not think I did. <clears throat> that's you. That, that box loves you. It did. 
The other one, the upstairs one, did not because it kept it on file, and and I saw it in the whole wide shot. It was like, wow, I should have listened to the one downstairs. But yeah, I like I like what we got with Carol here being a real liability for a change. She's not just kicking tail. She's having all kinds of issues, having some real trauma. The way somebody should act after watching their son's head impaled on a post on the hill. I like that. She's really dealing with some stuff here. And this is not going to be an easy fix. It's forgotten over the course of two episodes. But Javon, you were the one that, that gave us this idea for this topic. So do you want to come up and explain the genius behind this idea you have for us? Alright, I mean, I I can't take a whole hell of a lot of credit, y'all, because I was watching one of the. This is a part of my list, so I have to say I'll be I'll be vague. I was watching one of those '90s movies that centered around this newfangled technology called the World Wide Web, and I'm watching this movie, and it's not the acting. You know, it, 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 it it's not the acting. It's not the the, the the scenery, you know it takes place in the early 90s. None, none of these things are throwing you off. What's throwing you off is the technology is so dated and the movie is centered solely around the technology. So much so that the actors are just there. And it's a pretty decent cast, but they're focused solely on the technology and what its capabilities are, what this 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 vast... Uh, a world wide web is going to be capable of doing and how it's going to affect life as we know it. And you're looking at the computers and you're thinking, I haven't seen one of these things since this time. (laughs) You're looking at the laptop and you're saying, that thing has to weigh 47 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) It has to. So they just took you out of the movie because you say, God, this hasn't aged well. And it's only because of the technology. That's why I came up with it because there are a lot of movies where you watch them because you love the movie, but you think, you know, when we're trashing movies like we do, you know, you're thinking, God, a cell phone negates the entire plot of this movie. <laughs> so they don't age very well. Home That's alone. why I came up with this. <laughs> exactly. So that's it. All right. Well, little brother, I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. I'm going to let you go first. What do you got? Okay. Would you like us to give an entire list or just a Why don't you go with your your five that have aged well, that you still enjoy to this day, and then your five that are like, oh gosh, why did I ever think this was good? Okay. Well, I actually just watched one of these, uh, I think it was uh, Monday night, and uh, my first one was... uh, Hurl and Kumar go to White Castle. I because I, I think Javon he mentioned this one like a couple <laughs> let's couple let's say a couple shows ago and he's like man this show this movie does not age well and I was like that movie I mean yes I was in a very different mindset when I was watching this movie and like the stoner here was like it was funny but you're like eh, maybe that won't age that well. And when I actually watched it again on completely normal, you know, 40-year-old dude, and it, the jokes are funny. I mean, there's some stuff that's like when the girls are in the bathroom 
I mean, yeah, that might not be your cup of tea anymore, but it, it was funny enough to like, okay, it keeps the plot going. So my first one is uh, Harold and Kumar. I think that still holds up even after, I mean, it, 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 it's still a funny, like, teen coming-of-age comedy kind of, even though they're not teens. Uh, the next one, are, and I know some of y'all are going to hate, hate me for this, but uh, I don't care. Uh, mine's is going with Attack of the Clones, because now, after watching uh, the new sequel trilogy, i.e. fan fiction of Star Wars, you can now finally see, oh, wow, that cringy dialogue that I supposedly hated so much, which I still want to have every rap of you guys when you were 16 trying to talk to girls, Star Wars fans especially, trying to talk to girls at 16, how uncringeworthy that was. But I think after seeing that, most people now understand, hey, you know what? I would watch Attack of the Clones a whole lot more than any of this new sequel trilogy. I am also going to go, my next one is Superman. Because, and I mean the original Christopher Reeves one, because I don't have anything. I mean, there's a lot of bad DC movies that we get on all the time. And I think there's times where we're on this a whole lot on the show. But I think anybody, you could have a 12-year-old to a 60-year-old watch the original Superman. And you'll really get that the dude's actually trying to be good and doesn't have gray and he's actually kind of cool. So that that would be my next one. But um, they're gonna make fun of him because he's fat. No, right. I, he, Superman's not fat. He's just not. He's not like uh, Henry Cavill, like looking like, like he can exactly. bench press. I mean, he, exactly. he doesn't look like he can bench press like you know the actual world. But he does Dude, look I, like. Hey, I can. Dude, you I know? tried it. I tried it with mine. They were like, "Why is he so fat?" I'm like, "He's what? not fat. <laughs> he's not fat. He's just." It's not 2000 where like he trained for eight months with one of the top trainers in Hollywood to get the body for this part. These kids are just so used to seeing these jacked up. Their superheroes look like superheroes. Yeah, their superheroes look like everybody's jacked up. Yeah, but I mean, mean, but if if you actually look at the old, uh, was it George Reeves? Like George Reeves, on the other hand, George Reeves is like he just ate. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, yeah. he's like, he just finished eating. Wait, anybody got a beer? Wait, George, you're supposed to be putting it on the costume. Ah, no problem. It's like, I'll, just, I'll, I'll look the part. Okay. And my last one, especially in the era of HDTV, is in great cinema. I think it can't go wrong with uh, Lord of the Rings Two Towers because that fight at Helm's Deep on a great TV is effing awesome. So I, I think, especially with new tech, you got some new technology, Blu-ray, as much as I say there's, especially the extended edition, I think there's some parts I don't, I you could cut out, but man, well, I could watch that whole thing just to watch watch it just for that home seat scene on uh, an H, a good HDTV. So that's my list of good. Why don't you invite us with your list of bad now? I'm sadly, uh, my first list on that one is 2001, A Space Odyssey. Oh. Because I, I, I had some bad news for everybody who thought we would actually be, you know, civilized, intelligent people by 2001. We, we failed miserably. 
we can't even get off this planet. I mean, there's no talk. I mean, yes, our iPhone could, you know, reserve us a restaurant across town, but we, we don't have a how. I mean, Skynet's not even here. We're, we're all screwed. I mean, here's the, I mean, there's only so many future movies we can put on our list, right? Why? Like, we can just put all future movies where you're just off and wrong at that point. I mean, you can tell kind of why. We're not even wrong. close to Blade Runner. I mean, Back to I mean, the Future 2 is done. I mean, Blade, Blade Runner, I was actually, well, I was like, yeah, we're pathetic. We're sorry. I mean, because I actually just, <laughs> I, tried to wa- I tried to watch Blade Runner because I've never actually seen it. Oof. I, and oh, I was like, yeah. man, this is, I feel so sad. Like, we're supposed to be like this in 1998. Man, we're pathetic. Right. Like, Oh, it's horrible, <laughs> horrible. Uh, the taking out of that, I'm also gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Porky's on a whole different reason. <laughs> Porky's, as Ooh, much that. as all of us will enjoy, as don't at one point this. enjoy Porky's. Yeah, <laughs> don't you do this about Porky's, Javon? Jason, you, you know, come on. Porky's is horrible. Porky's is terrible. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Never just... believe it no more. I know, man. First, the fat boys broke up now. This. I, I know. <laughs> but, well, I mean, when you're spying on girls in their locker room, just, you know, yeah, I, you just can't do that anymore. <laughs> it's just, it's just these shenanigans. <laughs> Boys will be boys. Uh, uh, Mr. Harvey Weinstein proved that boys will not be boys anymore. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that that that's not gonna work anymore. And the next one is gonna be uh, is gonna be Shaft. I mean, I know, folks. I mean, our our parents might have loved Shaft, but uh, you you mean you can't get away with half the stuff. I mean, I mean half the stuff he says in that movie, half the stuff he does in that movie. It's just not gonna fly. I mean, I I actually appreciated how. Yeah, you can't you can't do that one. Uh, the next one I'm gonna go with is Avatar. <laughs> because I don't think that movie actually uh, stands up after the second viewing, let alone you know ten years, ten twenty years later. That movie is like, oh my gosh, this movie almost won Best Picture. For once, we actually have to, I mean, appreciate the Oscars for not giving that Best Picture because then we would just be talking about that movie like, who the hell thought this was the Best Picture? So I'm going to go with that. Uh, And the last one, I think Jeff called it, was Home Alone because this movie just is not possible. It's like, hey, Kevin. Hey, uh, we're tracking your iPhone. You're actually not here for some reason because we're horrible parents. Uh, we didn't actually. We looked at all the uh, boarding passes on our iPhones, and we haven't used yours. Oh, let's check the ring or the nanny cam. Oh, he's still there. All right, let's go. Let's call an Uber and get him over here in 20 minutes. That, that's my list. Hey, um, Gunny, you want to go next? Sure. I feel like my bad movies. Like, I don't know. Like, some will hold up, but some... I don't know. We'll figure it out. My good movies. Things that I can watch now that totally hold up, oddly enough, is, of course, Ghostbusters. It is so dated. There's not a cell phone in sight. And yet, (laughs) 
I mean, the jokes are still hilarious. I watched the making of it on one of the on that uh, Netflix show, and it makes it even more hilarious that they just kind of cobbled it together. It's like hilarious to me. <clears throat> the next one, Terminator Two, because this was one of those where it, it was the first one for me. Where I'm like, okay, this movie, the first movie was like, okay, whatever, super 80s, it's supposed to be a horror, who cares? Arnold Schwarzenegger can barely understand him. He didn't, he still didn't talk much. <laughs> um, and then T2 turned it completely around, soundtrack and all. And you're just like, dude, this whole franchise is so renewed. Boy, were we wrong. But T2 stands like as like one of those, whoa, this is like an, diamond in a rough of a great franchise that could have been anyways the lion king broadway whatever that's cool beyonce's new all that whatever the original cartoon still holds up because it just does they keep trying to redo it it's obviously that good uh empire strikes back obviously I mean, I could watch that a hundred times and it's still like, yeah, this is this is a great movie for the middle part of that trilogy. And I, like Jason said, after watching these last three, almost all the movies are, are, are great, except for anything with Judge Urbanks. Rocky, the first one. When you watch that, you're like, wait a minute, this is actually kind of inspirational. <laughs> Two was wonderful. Three was great. And it kind of fell off and then came back, right? But the original one was really, like, a great, like, I got to figure out my crap. I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? I met this great mentor. I mean, just the storyline about it is very underrated um, when you really think about it compared to, like, all the other Rocky movies. When people think about the Rocky franchise, including Creed, um, the original one that wanted to start it at all is actually pretty sweet, even now. And I have another one, honorable mention, Avengers, the first one, because I rewatched it and I'm like, man, this is just a great movie. <laughs> you Even if you watch the other ones, it's, it's, it's just still pretty good. Do you have any worse stuff? Uh, things that don't hold up are the ones that I never liked in the first place, right? Um, Jurassic Park, the original one. I mean... Concept was good. Execution was just like, what? All right. I mean, it wasn't... To me, there was nearly no, like, climax, and the climax was, like, in the beginning, in the middle of the movie, and that was that. I can barely remember how it ended, honestly, who survived until, uh, I guess, I watched the second or third one, but I never cared that much to do so. Um, Transformers is on this list because that was just horribly disappointing. And if you even try to watch it now, you just remember how disappointing the rest of the franchise was. It was like, uh, you had hope that it would do better, but it really didn't. And then you start seeing more flaws, and I'm like, yeah, this movie sucked. But I guess the truest thing on my list of the movies that didn't hold up, Three Men and a Baby. Like, and? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you look back at that, and you're like, so? What a great cast, and they have a baby. And then Three Men, and then they made a sequel, too, of course. And it's, you know, three men, a baby, and a girl. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, dudes do that now. It totally doesn't hold up in 2019 or 20. Well, well, I think the other thing is, 
at this point, they just all of them just like, all right, all right man, who's who's got? Hey, we can just do the uh, you are not the the Yeah, exactly. More Clover's got rid of all this. All on Maury. Maury still comes on. Right. <laughs> done and done. Thanks. Right. Right. Just it up. And we're done here. Um, I threw Spider-Man three on here because there was no reason that movie should have been made. It didn't hold up then. It didn't hold up in the theater seat that I sat in. It didn't hold up. It doesn't hold up now. <laughs> the movie was terrible. I guess it I have was that joke one, in Spider Verse. You said what? It did give us that joke in Spider Verse. They sure did. Oh my god. Um, we don't talk about that. It's, yeah, it's just like, and then anything with like boobs at the beginning and throughout the movie probably should be on my list because you just can't do all of that now and just be gratuitous with it. What happened to us? <laughs> we failed fail this humanity, Javon. You, you figured out what happened with, with the world, Javon. There was a time when a movie could just be centered around the fact that you're going through some titties. That's all this movie was about. Porkies. Or the quest to see them. Or the quest to see them. That's all it was about. (coughs) Private Resort, Meatballs, all these movies. Those just goofy, uh, what do they they call them? What's the genre? Late night cinema. Dude, American Pie was still doing that. Uh, yeah, to the that was the last of. We haven't had a series like that since American Which Pie. Which one did? Oh. American Pie. Oh yeah, totally. And then I mean that that was it. Be clear, American Pie <laughs> one does not hold up now. Damn. Why? Why? Okay. Why doesn't it hold up, guys? Uh, Compared to today, you couldn't make that movie right now. Two guy centric. Fucking super. Yeah. doesn't hold up now. Two guy centric. Yeah. At least in a movie right now where some teenage boy sticks his dick in a pie in twenty twenty. Yes. I can so, see I can see as long as he's not as long as he's doing it to a pie and not an object I mean, <laughs> a person, object, I think we're okay here. I don't know, man. We we are sensitive. So this would be like well, a, the well, pie commission may have one. stuff to say about that. But otherwise the Pie Defamation League's Yes. As as a representative of the boysenberry pies, we feel slighted by the inclusion of apple pie. <laughs> I can see there being a problem, Javon. You're right. No more American pie. Yeah, American pumpkin pie would be like who who decided apple pie was the the American pie of choice. Yeah, there there's uh, a lot of issues. I know exactly there. how that blog would be just for that very scene. And then the I mean, aside from others obviously, but that very scene is like Dad should have talked to him about not raping and why is he so horny that he's sticking his dick into a pie. And you know you would read that exact sentence somewhere. His dad was telling him how to jerk off, so I mean Exactly. I, I think I think we're kinda of safe on that. Twenty twenty They would say Millennial this movie feminist. promotes predatory masturbation. <laughs> yep. They <laughs> exactly That's exactly what I'm That's getting exactly. at. Clearly, you're going to have to go to the dark web to Gosh. see American Pie 5, guys. Predatory. That's some God. Yeah, actually, it would be. Yeah. Hey, Steve, talk, talk some sense into these guys here. What's, what's on your list, man? All right, well, let's start uh, one movie that didn't hold up. And, I, you know, I saw it, and when I first saw it in the movie theater, as a, I guess as a kid, 
I liked it. I, and sometimes you, I think back and I wonder how many of these films, like my my father had to sit through them, just like shit. Like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like so. Anyways, right? Because so, so I'm watching Goonies the other day. Oh, I'm just God. like, it was just. I remember in the movie theater liking it, and then now as an adult, I was bored. I was like, uh, Goonies never died. Yeah, Chief, what are you talking? About? I don't know why. Like I said, I don't know. I just it wasn't when I was a kid. The Goonies was was that. As a, as at this age, it wasn't it wasn't exciting. It was just like oh okay. And maybe it's because I've seen so much now. Another movie that didn't hold up in the eighties probably doesn't you know doesn't hold up now. War Games. You remember how that computer looked? Computer was like eighty feet high. Yo, hundred feet wide. Dot. Would you like to play a game? And then they uh so. You know, shit. Your, your phone was more powerful than that computer, and you're thinking, "Damn!" At one point, these computers. <laughs> this was technology. Uh, this was the of technology. I am tech. They had the uh, the real the real tapes on the computer. Those are straight mainframes, <laughs> yo. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! You your phone a... will kick that thing in the ass. Right. What a floppy disk is now, or man. Independence Day. Um, it's not gonna hold up now, and that's not. I don't even want to talk about the Independence Day too. Uh, let's just stick to the original one. It was good when we. I remember watching them like, oh, that was a good movie, and then you watch it now, and it's just certain things about the movie, like that just don't hold up for me. It just seems like they were kind of just chilling the uh, over, over. They were chilling over major cities. And I remember they kind of sent a helicopter out. And the helicopter was flashing different signs and everything. And they were like, look, the door's opening. They shot it down. And I was thinking to myself, if that happened, like, aliens came and sent it over major cities, would they send out one copter? Would that, like, I figured there would be thousands of forces around those damn, uh, whatchamacallit, they would have been trying to figure out how to get into them. And you don't wait. You don't wait till the middle of the movie before you tell the president they've been here before. I was just, you know, has in 1996. You're like, hmm, you know. And I guess again, has now a 40 year old man. I look at movies and I'm like, hmm, no. That's, that's okay. never now, happened. Chief. Do you really think? Yeah, go ahead, sir. Do Do, do you think? See, I, I mean, we we I mean, especially going back to the early 90s, we still might have remembered. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover, who kind of was the FBI, who kept secrets from everybody. So, a, yeah, a, a FBI director... Well, I mean, hey, that's a great leverage point. Hey, man, you talk stuff, man. We can call it aliens. Just get rid of you. You don't know about these aliens, but they'll take you out. So, they, I mean, I was actually going to say it still holds up. <laughs> I actually put no, that on my list. Because it's... I think the as, CG soon as, as, soon like as soon as something like that gets over the planet, people will, you know, somebody's gonna, somebody's got to speak up at that point. And then, you, and then just the... Uh, what's this? Do you think there'd be half the hippies, quote-unquote, would say, hey, man, they're coming to take us home, man. Yeah, they're going to get us all this great technology. And then you got the other half that's, you know, shooting their their uh, their, uh, their hunting rifles at it. So, so let me ask you this. So you think in the neighborhood you live in, 
You think half your neighborhood would stay? Oh, man. You know what I mean? And you pack up the essentials, then you get on uh, 495 and you're stuck in traffic. Man, we're getting smoked out in like five minutes. Yeah, well, I don't think, but I'm thinking they're trying to get out. But everybody was trying to get out. It, it was like they had like half the people in the major cities were trying to get out, and half of them were, you know, hoping they were going to get beamed home. So I think that's probably still accurate. I don't know. Okay. And, and, and uh, the CGI, I, you know, I don't know. I just, yeah, the CGI is kind of, yeah. Usual Suspects holds up. Great movie. Um, casino. Okay, I'm probably, I've taken up too much time. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm signing off. All right, Javon, I'm going to let you go last on this one. So I'm going to go with mine real quick. For my best list, I did Empire Strikes Back because, yeah. Like Jay said, it's uh, I'll just throw that in and Revenge of the Sith because watching these sequel trilogies makes me appreciate the great Star Wars films even more. I put Saving Private Ryan on my list because it's a great war film, but it's more than just, hey, here's people getting shot. There's like a purpose to it. You care about the characters. And it's just done on that scale where it's like, okay, if you're going to do a war movie, it must be as good as this opening act in Saving Private Ryan. Next up, far, far different, Armageddon. I think this is one of those better star ensemble casts when everybody wasn't a big star, and it's like, oh man, he's in it, he's in this too? Great. And it's kind of goofy and wacky with the premise, but just seeing all that star power in there, you know, kind of playing roles that we would become, that we would kind of associate with them in future roles it's kind of neat and it's got that song don't want to close my eyes you know it's great so that also put um last one because i've just you know said enough hunger games that was the one that really kind of reinvigorate this whole genre of female action heroes wasn't the first one but it was the one that made hollywood go hey wait a second if we put them action movie with a female lead, people will still go see it if it's done well? Yes. So that definitely still holds up. And it's one of those gateway films that once you start, it's kind of like, well, I got some time. I can watch the rest of the saga right now. On my worst list, Sixth Sense. That film just doesn't hold up once you know the the trick, the twist. I mean, it's just like, uh, okay. And that was the case back when it came out. But it really doesn't hold up now because it's not one of those things that you can just kind of forget. There's some movies over time you kind of forget every little direction or every scene and how things play out. That's the major part in that one. And once you know it, you just can't unforget it. Crocodile Dundee is another one that's on my list. It was a fun 80s movie, but man, it was on TBS a couple of weeks ago and I could not watch more than 10 minutes of it. So, yeah, that's one. Uh, continuing that Six Sense vein, Ghost was another one. It's just blah. I also have Spider-Man, but I put the first Spider-Man by Sam Raimi because I just can't get with a Spider-Man who doesn't talk when he's wearing a mask. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire was another one that I just don't like anymore. I mean, the concept is just so goofy. that He's dressing up like a woman. Oh, it's so funny. And and I can't believe that James Bond did not figure out that Robin Williams was dressed up as his name. 
that's just me. And last but not least, American Sniper, because oh my gosh, that is just like the worst warmongering rah rah America movie that Clint Eastwood could put together. And I can't stand it. So, Javon, those are mine. What are yours? Oh man, I'm gonna start with my Ace Wells. I try not to put, you know, there are a lot of movies that are just timeless to me. You know, it's saying they age well is like saying, you know, Coca-Cola is one of the premier soft drinks on the market today still. They're, these movies are going to age well. They were, they, they're timeless, you know. So I was trying to, like, go for those that were really, like, of their era. Like, these movies couldn't have been made any other era but, they, but these era, right? Okay. So the I'm going to start with The Matrix because... Albeit it's in that 90s vein of, of our tech-obsessed movies or our tech-focused movies, it doesn't overdo anything. It's stylish. It's, it's, it's current. It gives you a window into that, like, pre-2000s, post-extreme 90s world. You know what I mean? We were going into, you really felt like you were going into a new era with that movie, not just with the look, but with the, the action sequences, the bullet time, dude. I remember, like, going <laughs> to the theater. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, just going to the theater to see that and being stoned <laughs> out of my mind, like, dude, I, I don't care if the world ended all around me. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the future of movies. This is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I was a kid, but still, it was an amazing, it, it was just, it captured something right there. That's, that's what that movie kid. did. It was a stone kid, but still, but still watching that and saying, yeah, this is, this is a movie-going experience. I'm seeing something I haven't seen before. So that that held up really well to me. Um, we said Terminator 2, but one that's held up really well for me is Escape from New York with uh, Kurt, uh, Kurt Russell. Because <laughs> it's just, it, it, it's it's a perfect amount of everything. Action, <clears throat> cheesy, comedy. It, 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 it's a perfect amount of everything. It does not take itself too seriously. And it's not heavily relied upon anything other than just being a goofy action movie. Um, 48 Hours, because the jokes still work really well. Um, you have some scenes and some things said in that movie that you probably couldn't get away with today. But overall, this story, and I, I wonder why no one's tried to reboot or remake 48 Hours, man. This is You could do this right now today, and it works. Uh, Javon? Yeah. Do you know oh. how much uprising there would be if they tried to remake Forty Eight Hours now? Well, well, Jay, they, they, they tried the tried formula to, fifty times before. Though. Every yeah, they tried the formula before. For, yeah, yeah. But you they, do the formula, Metro. but you do not say. Oh my that god! Forty Eight Hours, like no, no, no. The the one with Adam Sandler and uh, Damon Wayans. Uh, yeah, I mean they they tried it before, oh, but gosh, I think I'm yeah. that one out. Yeah, I did too until I just remembered it. Um, they've tried it before, I was just but that was about Metro. Oh God! Oh, come on, Gunner. Rappaports. Oh, Rappaports. I was so glad when Hollywood stopped trying to make him a star. I was glad when they gave that up. Um, I don't know if y'all remember Running Scared with uh, Billy Crystal and uh, what's my man Gregory Hines. Yeah. It was Lethal Weapon before Lethal Weapon, and I thought yeah. it worked so much better than Lethal Weapon to me. It's held up. It's cheesy in eighties and you know, but it's the jokes, they feed off of each other so well. 
and the action it, it holds up surprisingly well if you haven't seen it man check it out um the gremlins i watched the gremlins this is getting coming on cable uh recently mm-hmm. and even the, the gremlins is another one of those 80s movies you can call it campy you can call it data what have you and if you were to film this today scene for scene you wouldn't it's not heavily relied upon anything other than these little buggers here turn into the devil you know if you feed them at the right. minute i'll get them wet so it works <clears throat> it just works it's not it's not too cheesy it's just the right amount of of, of campy hoy it, it, it's good it, it's a, still a good watch uh hellraiser like it, it, it. oh it yeah it would it would make it a little would you make it a little darker let me ask that gunner the original uh the original uh, uh gremlin <clears throat> was dark enough compared to, especially yeah. compared to that second one that second one i liked it because it was just stupid and i was, it was just kid. goofy yeah it was goofy. yeah but that yeah. first one was dark like you know what i yeah. mean like definitely yeah considerably darker than what they did so yeah. that christmas tree scene man come on man. dude that was still scary that was the part I watched. You talked about it came on cable recently. I was like, that's that's when yeah. I watched it. It was like last Saturday, Saturday before last. I was like, oh, I'm yeah. sit there and watch this. And then oh, Bernie came downstairs. I was like, oh, let me turn this joint. Kids are nightmares off, for yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> Never go near another Christmas tree again. Ever. <laughs> right. Um, Hellraiser. Um, yeah. They made a whole Hellraiser series, but the first one was by far the scariest. It was more psychological. It It was... I can't. It was more psychological horror because the character of Hellraiser, instead of just being gory and and and, and gaudy with the the gore, he was digging into your brain. He was digging into your mind, and then the gore came. So that that's held up really well to me. Long Kiss Goodnight with Big Gina mm-hmm. Davis, man. I miss Gina Davis. I don't know where the hell she disappeared to, but I miss seeing her in movies, especially this one because this movie was dope. That was a Night movie. That, that was definitely one of those movies that like <laughs> it was overlooked. It's like. No, this movie yeah. is good. Yeah. It was just, you know, it was that was what, 95 or 96? Mm-hmm. And there were all these action. I mean, that's no different than any other time, I guess. There are all these action movies, but, you know, these action movies are a male-dominated adventure, man. And mm-hmm. to be a female with an action movie, unless you are the biggest female name in Hollywood, chances are you're going to get overlooked. Mm-hmm. I just wonder who in 1995, 96, could they have casted where this would have been on par with like, I don't know, what was big that year? Uh, uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I wonder who else they could have cast that would have made this really work and been like one of those movies that no one forgot about because it was just as big as everything else. Maybe Sandra Bullock, who knows? Honestly, I think it was one of those situations where it's like they couldn't have cast anybody because it was Mm -hmm. just super, like I said, it was super male dominated. It was yeah. just bound to get overlooked. Yeah, yeah, that's how. That's what I thought. Yeah, um, Nightmare on Elm Street because it's dated as shit, but it still holds up. It's still dated, but it holds up, man. That there, there are three or four scenes in that movie. Freddy's claw coming up out the bathtub when Shorty's taking a bath. Uh, the 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 Johnny Depp bloodbath scene out of the bed. Oh my god. Uh, when Freddy's print comes through the wall, like they elasticize the wall, so he's coming through it. Come on, man. Those those are the things that made nightmares in the next 30 years. Like, they're still trying to come up with another type of horror 
a, a franchise like Nightmare. You know, it, it, it's, it's so hard to repeat that. Um, First Blood, because First Blood is, is the grandfather. I, I probably said this before on a couple of podcasts. First Blood to me is the grandfather of the modern one man, one man band, one man gang action movie, right? Not not Death Wish or, or Dirty Harry. No, we're talking about one man with a gun. John Rambo went into the woods <laughs> and killed damn near police department. <clears throat> and if you would have let him, <clears throat> he'd have killed every National Guardsman that they had in the state of Washington. Johnny Rambo was 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 it man, and the 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 end the end of that movie you got to see. People always give Stallone a, a hard time, but he's a hell he can act. Hey Johnny Rambo breaking down, telling the story about his homeboy's legs uh, blowing off. Dude, you feel it, you feel it. I, I still love that movie. It still gives me chills, man. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. If you've never seen it, you owe it to yourself. <laughs> It's one of those stoner movies that you don't got to be stoned to watch. You can watch that straight up and still laugh your head off. Um, let me see. That's the age poorly. I'm going to say I have these four movies, but I'm going to just I'm, I'm, it's all it's a blanket reason why they're all bad. Sneakers, Hackers, The Net, The Lawnmower Man. Well, they age poorly because these are those movies that I mentioned are heavily reliant. The Lawnmower Man, dude. Oh, my God. These movies were heavily reliant upon the emphasis. The emphasis was the technology, right? And and, and seeing how the technology, our technology, of course, it's going to evolve, but it's just so, it's so cheesy and so bad. Even then, you were, even then, I remember watching. I think it was Hackers, and thinking to myself, "This is not what computer hackers look like. These, this is not what a computer hacker looks like. Hot teenagers, you know, uh, uh, riding skateboards while they download. No, that, come on, stop it. No, that's not it. These, the, the net of uh, Sandra Bullock, man, that." It was on to something. Yes, the internet is going to eventually be uh, uh, tracking everyone's data profiles, and all of our li- uh, all of our information is going to be online at some point. But it was just so cheesy. It was just so cheesy when you go back and look at it. it they just don't hold up well, man. Seriously. Um, bear with me because my screen because of Idol went dark. Here we go. Um, I put Avengers and Baby sitting on this list because this is one of those movies, uh, just like Overboard, which is on this list. A cell phone solves all this. If you had a cell phone back then, this movie is like two minutes long. There's no reason to watch this movie. Um, I put Face Off on here because I hate Face Off, and I'm amazed they ever made this movie. Because (laughs) even, I mean, seriously, even during, like, look, when you watch these two, the the, the two characters, take my face and use oh, oh. my face. <laughs> okay, John, John, you know you just you're gonna be the first one in line when they do the remake of this this year. No, I'm gonna write. They the are musical. doing a remake of this somehow. I don't understand why. We're writing the musical. <laughs> I can eat a peach for hours. Somebody's gotta sing it. Come on, man. We have to do this. 
we have to do this. That movie just... Not only was John Travolta giving up at least three inches of height right to Nick Cage. He was also at least thirty pounds heavier than Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Oh, we, we can we can get, we can get rid of that with some a little face, you know, a little cosmetic hair surgery. Plugs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like you guys trying to admit that there's some difference, but we we are like, still awake. Like, look, if they would have said, okay, well, not Travolta. How about uh, Keanu Reeves? All right, I could that's plausible. I could buy that. I could buy it. Yeah. Not Travolta. Yeah, even still, no. no. Yeah, but look more the other guy from Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. The other guy from Bill and Ted. That's about the that that that'll work. That honestly that, would work because he ain't doing shit either. So oh my god, yeah, yeah, just just it doesn't work. Minister um, Society is on this list because that was one of those movies that. Yeah, you know, for me it wasn't, you know, a lot of young guys didn't idolize Old Dog or whatever. I thought they were all idiots, but when you go back and watch this movie now through adult eyes, like everybody in this movie was a goddamn moron. Just end it. End it. End it all. Why are you, sh- why are you showing everybody the tape of you murdering two store owners? It's two people. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> One scene in particular that, that really pisses me off, the over-the-top, like, hood movie like the glorification of all things ignorance, you know, was when they went to the party and, and uh, uh, right before Kane's cousin got shot and he and killed for his car, when they're coming out of the house party and he's drinking a 40, and instead of being a responsible human being, or even a human being, he just drops the 40 right in the yard. Right. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. You know this I'm, family. Uh, yeah. You know these people. I'm like, why did you just dance? Just overly Damn. gratuitous. Look at these niggers. Look at, how Look they... at these niggers. Look, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. Speaking of niggers, the toy, because <laughs> Master Bates got his, his team of flunkies to take him to his father's department store to buy a nigger. Oh, my God. <laughs> that segue was the perfect segue that Jeff is probably going to have to cut out. <laughs> yeah, Jeff is cutting that out. There's no way that's making final draft. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's so true. So this dude just bought a black dude, and we put this on TV. We <laughs> put this in a or movie. A movie TV. Yeah. Hey, little boy. Man, I, want the, I want the black one. No, literally the black one. Him, the black guy, to be my friend daddy. And that's what Richard became, his, like, daddy friend. That Reagan era stuff, man. Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, You could not have made that movie any other time, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, like, you know, Richard now is is teaching this kid the, the A's, the birds of the bees, the facts of life, becoming his best friend and almost daddy. Dad figure to this little white kid. <laughs> so ridiculous, man. You can't watch that through any other eyes, dude. Um, and last and certainly least is Rocky Four, Because Rocky Four was just a montage. It was just a long... It was, you had a few scenes of dialogue and the rest was montage. And what I'm always sorry. strikes I'm, me... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
Are you are you talking poorly of Rocky Four? Rocky goes to yeah. Russia. Yes, Mr. Balboa goes to Russia. Yes. Another I thought you meant Rocky I, Five, like because that no, was a lot. Dude, that was all every, flashback scenes, boy. That was <laughs> Rocky Five was every flashback scene you could freaking think of. The measure of a man. <laughs> five need to be on your list, boy. Four was like four holds up except for the whole Cold War thing. <laughs> uh, well, God, I'm human. You can change. You can change. You can Sir, after that war he had with Ivan Drago, I mean, come on. Everybody felt that. He changed the country around by just standing up for that punishment. Come on, man. That's the true American spirit. You're a communist. Hey, look at nobody. You know what goes widely ignored? You know what goes widely ignored about Rocky IV? Is that Rocky, Paulie, and, and, and Apollo's old trainer, and then Adrian, they oh, they go to Russia, and Adrian winds up over there. It's like he says, hey, kid, be good. I'll stay with the robot. Me and mother going to go to Russia for the next three months. Like, who stayed with the kid? Who was there? Nobody, the robot. I'm a bunch of rich when people do that back, all the time. Broke. <laughs> yeah, when they came back, they were broke. They came Polly back, there? they were broke. Polly was the kid. The kid was five years older. They were broke. Wait, wait, where was Paulie? Paulie was with him. Now, Paulie was with him in Russia. Paulie went too. And and not for nothing. How do you give, how do you let Paulie be in charge of your finances? Paulie. Of all people. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's my list. Goodness gracious. Rocky Four and Five. Yeah, I'll make um, five of that too. Well, fellas, that was an uh, extensive list. Thank y'all for bringing it hard with these choices. And I think that's going to do it for us on this one. So, thank y'all as always. Thank y'all out there for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed. <laughs>